Hey there, it's me, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, that redheaded actor from Modern Family. I have a podcast. It's combining a couple of my favorite things, talking and food. Please join me as I dine with the biggest names in entertainment, people like Julie Bowen, Kristen Bell, Fred Armisen, and so many more. It's called Dinners on Me, and you're invited. Am I saying a chocolate souffle is going to get me to reveal all of my secrets? Yeah, I am. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Two devastating earthquakes have hit Turkey and Syria. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The Seven from The Washington Post. It's Monday, February 6th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. First up, two powerful earthquakes hit Turkey and Syria this morning. The first one had a magnitude of 7.8, and it was followed by powerful aftershocks. It happened in southern Turkey near the Syrian border. Hours later, a second 7.5 magnitude quake hit southeastern Turkey. More than 1,500 people have died. That number is expected to rise as rescuers race to save people trapped beneath buildings. We'll have live updates on this story at WashingtonPost.com. Number two. The U.S. shot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon over the Atlantic on Saturday. Onlookers in South Carolina caught a good look at the balloon going down, close to Myrtle Beach. Twitter user at Yo Danny Music posted a video where you can hear people's reactions. They shot it. They shot the balloon down. It's coming down. The balloon spent eight days flying over North America, starting in Alaska on January 28th. U.S. officials said that they waited to shoot it down until it was over the ocean to avoid any risk of hurting something on the ground. China claims it was a weather balloon blown off course. This complicates the already tense relationship between the two world powers. Last week, Secretary of State Antony Blinken was supposed to hop on a plane to Beijing for a diplomatic trip, but the U.S. postponed it. Number three, Beyonce made history at the Grammy Awards last night. Thank you so much. I'm trying not to be too emotional. And I'm trying to just receive this night. She won four awards, bringing her up to 32 Grammys total, setting an all-time record. But she missed out on Album of the Year. That went to Harry Styles. Some other highlights of the show were Bad Bunny's opening performance, Lizzo singing a medley from her album special, and Viola Davis becoming the 18th ever EGOT winner. An EGOT winner is someone who has won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award in their lifetime. A train derailment in Ohio has forced people to evacuate. That's story number four. This story has been developing since the train went off tracks in East Palestine, near the border of Pennsylvania on Friday night. It was carrying some dangerous chemicals and burst into flames. But because of the chemicals, firefighters haven't been able to safely respond and put the fire out. More than 1,500 residents were ordered to evacuate their homes. Last night, authorities warned that there's now a danger of a major explosion or of toxic gas being released. Ohio's governor is sending the National Guard to the site. 
At number five, school meals will soon have to meet stricter nutrition standards. The Biden administration says that the new rules will limit the amount of added sugar school meals can have. They'll also need to cut back salt even further and serve more whole grains. This is part of a broader U.S. campaign to address childhood obesity, which has become increasingly common over the past three decades. The changes will be rolled out gradually over the next few years. Number six, an Arctic blast brought absurdly cold weather to New England this weekend. Wind chill at the top of Mount Washington, which is in New Hampshire, hit minus 108 degrees. That's a U.S. record. And it's slightly colder than the average on Mars last week. Colder than Mars. That's crazy. That's according to NASA. Across New England, people reported trees exploding. That's the result of quickly expanding water stored in sap. People also saw Arctic sea smoke, frost quakes, and other cold weather phenomena. America's offices are now half full. That's our final story today. According to data from last week, 50% of workers are back at their desks on average. That's the most since the coronavirus pandemic hit in March of 2020. Many experts think that this could be as high as it's going to get, as flexible conditions have become the new normal for many white-collar workers. And just like that, you are all caught up. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 